every gift can turn into a curse. I look at high achiever, other high achievers like like myself. I'm speaking about myself. I've I've rarely struggled with confidence because I had loving parents who loved on me, and I you know built confidence early in the school system and blah blah blah. And so confidence has been a big reason why I've started businesses young, you know, been relatively fearless. Um, and same, but it's also the reason, you know, my, my big mistakes have come from overconfidence, right? And that's, that, I see that a lot uh, in other high achievers, entrepreneurs, business owners. Um, and so what I learned over the years was to, uh, to counteract the overconfidence without, um, without giving up the confidence, right? Because the human experience is to test your limits. It's to create rules in advance, right? Create rules in advance of decision-making processes that make sense, that are logical to help you stay on track. And one of those rules I developed was called the 20% rule. N never, don't, don't invest, I won't invest more than 20% of my money in concentrated investments um, um, that I don't own and operate in control, right? So for example, my business. A business is an investment, but I'm the operator, the owner, and the controller. And so it's, and it's how I generate the majority of my income. So I'm not talking about that type of an investment. I'm talking about part of the, you know, part of my income that I save every single month, every single year uh, into different portfolios. You know, the, 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 you know, that money, the portfolio money, the diversification money, uh, or, the, you know, the outside of my business money is the money that I want to limit to no more than 20% of that money in concentrated uh, investments. And this is a recommendation that I make to, to clients that have stock options or uh, invest passively in um, you know, other businesses, uh, real estate that they don't control, right? Let me, let me sit on real estate for a minute. Because some people say, well, Philip, I mean, you know, I have a lot of my net worth in, in real estate. Real estate is a is is your business if you're originating and doing deals, right? That's that's different. That's the same as, you know, the majority of my net worth is in my business, just like every other business owner. So it doesn't count if you're if you're doing the deals. What I'm saying is if you're giving your money to a somebody else who's managing the real estate investment, right? That's where the twenty percent uh, rule uh, applies. And so, uh, going to stock options, you know, if you're not the uh, C level. CEO of a company and you don't have access, you're not a big driver of um, the company's um, success at that level, um, then I think it, it makes sense when, if you have stock options uh, in general uh, to just think about 20% rule. Because even if you believe in the company, you're doing your job, you do well, if people in the C-suite do something crazy, you know, to take the company's stock, that's all on you. And there's another caveat as well. When you're thinking through this, make sure that you're, make sure before you even get 20% or you get to the top of 20% number, <clears throat> make sure everything else is in place. So, you know, make sure, you know, if you have credit card debt, I mean, I would use um, that money, whether it be stock options or extra money to pay off debt, you know, then I would think about, all right, am I, you know, not taking the 401k match um, at the minimum, and then saving in a Roth IRA if you can, and then maxing out your 401k, which are diversified investments. But make sure that you're on track to retire 
at a comfortable, you're saving enough money to retire at a comfortable age and diversified investments. And then once you're on track, then say, all right, if I have extra money, right, then I'm going to put it towards these other investments and apply that 20% rule, right? Once you get to the 20%, then I would think about, okay, let me go back to some diversified investments. Because going back to what I was saying before, this is, you know, nobody who's, I've met many people or anybody who's highly successful and confident in themselves who think they're going to be the ones that are going to, um, their investments are not going to work out, right? Everybody who uh, invests in concentrated investments, you know, think, oh man, I, you know, I have superior skills or I have access to deals that not, not other people ha have access to because I'm special, right? I see this thing that the market doesn't see. And, and, and maybe you do, right? But maybe you don't. And at the end of the day, the, the odds are not in your favor uh, for that to be true. And so to counterbalance the overconfidence, uh, if you have that 20% limit, um, it's going to really protect you because he, he, here's the bigger picture. If, what, if, if your confidence is right and you're getting knocked out of the park and um, you have the 20% rule, um, that, money can, that money can end up being a lot of money if it's really going to knock out of the park. So, for example, let me take somebody who, you know, has a million dollars or has $2 million and they have two, you know, they have $2 million and they have 400 grand in their home run bucket, right? A home run, um, you know, if, if, if the stock market averages in a diversified portfolio, let's say seven to 8% a year, that means the money doubles roughly every 10 years, right? So double every 10 years. If, if you're hitting a home run, right? Home run, in my opinion, that should maybe 10 times your money in a 10 year period of time. So, so the 400 grand that you have over a 10 year period, um, if, it's, if it's a real, if it's a home run, that should be 4 million. That's not a bad addition to your net worth over a 10 year period if that ends up playing out, right? Because you're 2 million, you know, roughly doubles to 4 million. Then you got another 4 million from the 400 grand that you had uh, in that portfolio. Not a, not a bad deal. And you can play that out over multiple decades and see how the math ends up being um, attractive, especially if you continue to reallocate um, your total portfolio or your total money to the 20%, right? And I, I find myself getting a little bit nervous and going into, into numbers, but, but here's my point. The 20% rule can allow you to build a fantastic net worth um, so you don't have to sacrifice the opportunities, but it's gonna put guardrails around it. Um, and it's gonna really make you think about the investments you put in that 20% bucket. You're gonna be more selective, you're gonna be more discerning because you have limited amounts. And you're not going to do what I see a lot of times is uh, investors who are betting their basically they're a big old chunk of the majority of their balance sheet on their stock options working out or this real estate deal they got access to, right? Or some, you name some other um, high risk investment uh, when, you know, if they were to diversify a big chunk of that money and let it compound and grow over time um, and only do a little bit. Um, they would very likely, highly probably end up with a way better net worth 10, 20, 30 years from now. So that's just my two cents. But as always, this is not meant to be investment advice. This is for informational, educational purposes only. You need to seek your own uh, financial advice 
before making any decision investing involves risk. There's no guarantee unless otherwise stated. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stone Hill Wealth Management. Uh, y'all enjoy your day.